Let's welcome in Ryan Gilbert from 247 Sports at GoPowerCat.com. Ryan, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? This doing great. We're, we're, we're going to start a little different this morning. One of the things that we were just discussing uh, was the, the state of college basketball, particularly on the men's side. Arkansas wins last night uh, in Fayetteville over over Auburn. And we were just talking, are there two teams where you can just kind of circle and say, hey, these are the two teams that are headed to to the championship? Can can you are, are there two teams in your mind that are clear cut ahead of everybody else? You know what? I don't think so. And I don't keep, you know, an insanely, you know, tight pulse on the rest of the college basketball world. But I mean, even within the Big 12, there's so many teams um, that seem like they have a run, uh, um, the capability to make a run that is. So, and you look at, you know, just the lines on some of these games, you know, a lot of people know that these games are going to be close. Auburn was just, I think, a one-point favorite last night. So, I don't think there's really a clear cut. You know, Purdue played well last night, but again, every team is susceptible on any given night. So, I think college basketball is as as wide open as it's ever ever been personally. Tonight's game against the Bears, Kansas State, how imperative is it for them to try to slow this game down? Because it seems like that that works in their favor when they're able to do that at home. Yeah, this is, I think, arguably K-State's toughest matchup within the Big 12. Baylor's athleticism and physicality is something that really doesn't pair well with Kansas State's roster. The guards for Kansas State have played exceptionally well as of late. But when you look at the pigs for Kansas State, you know, K-State's uh, I guess best big man Davion Bradford is dealing with the hip injury as of late. He had step throat pneumonia um, when the season started, so he's nowhere near 100. percent And you can just you can see that on the court. And his backup Casey Eziegu has also just been banged up all year long. So K State's very thin at the post position, and and slowing that game down, like you mentioned, is key. Uh, the guards, like I mentioned, have stepped up in, in a big way for Kansas State on this little two-game win streak that they've got going. Um, but if it wants to get to get going to three, you know, just slowing down the game and, and being physical. And that was what really we saw the first game um, in Waco just a few weeks ago that Baylor was just the more physical team and, and they were ready to play. I think Kansas State might have overlooked that game just a little bit. And, and not to say that the Wildcats were, were writing that one off as a loss, but, uh, you know, I think Bruce Weber knew where to have his team investing their time and energy. And I don't know if, if getting his team ready for Baylor last time around was was some of his best work, so we'll see if K State's ready for this one. Um, you know, being uh, being physical is going to be going to be uh, key tonight. There's no question about that one. Ryan, and kind of looking back at that game, Nigel Pack was really held in check by Baylor. He led the team in scoring with 13 points, but by his standards, that was really an off night. They they took him out of position. They didn't let him get any good open shots. With Baylor being shorthanded tonight. How do you see Nigel Pack pairing up against these guards uh, that Baylor has? Well, Nigel Pack is playing his best basketball of his career. I don't think that there's there's many people that are going to argue that. Um, you know, Kansas State, uh, Marquise Noel is has been basically his right hand man here um, as a five foot seven, however tall he is, as a little guard, and they work well with each other. They get each other open, and I think Nigel Pack is a better player because of Marquise Noel. Um, so the more that they can both, you know, one can get involved, that opens up the court for, for the other one. And I think getting into the season, the plan was just to kind of have, you know, Noel be the backup to Nigel Pack, and that's really kind of changed as the season's gone on. That that they do thrive when on the court together. So 
you know, if K-State does want a chance to pull off the upset, obviously a, a boost from Noel would help, but Pack is definitely, you know, K-State's biggest score. If you're looking at things from a Baylor perspective, he is that one guy that you really got to um, put a focus on and stop because, I mean, we saw it against Kansas, dropped 35 points just a few weeks ago, and obviously K-State um, didn't pick up the win in that game, so that result kind of overlooks his uh, his performance. But Pack is, is really playing his best basketball, and against a shorthanded team like Baylor, um, you know, you've got a good opportunity uh, playing at home to maybe pick up a win and, and steal one here in the Big 12. K-State lost uh, to Kansas. Like I mentioned, they blew a 17-point lead. K-State blew, I think, a six-point lead in the last minute against TCU a couple games before that. So the Wildcats have kind of had some games stolen from them. Maybe this is the night where they can steal a game. Who knows for Kansas State? I mean, you, you just look at the the season with a broad brush here for Kansas State. They are near the bubble line. They're still maybe one or two key wins away from really being in that conversation. But, you know, they're, they're hovering just, just, you know, within arm's length of that bubble. They're going to need a win here at some point. You know, the season's only so long. Time is running out to that win. And if you're Bruce Weber, you've got to pitch to your guys and say, hey, now's the opportunity that you've got. Ryan, at 12 and 10 and 4 and 6 at this juncture in the season, what were the expectations and is this team – kind of where, where you thought they'd be. I was rather optimistic with this team. Uh, a little disappointed. I think Kansas State, like I mentioned, they've let a few games slip away. Uh, so, you know, this is a team that could be, you know, I don't know, 14 and 8 or, or you know, a few games better than it is. Uh, but at the same time, you know, they've, they've had a few games that they've kind of needed some, I wouldn't say prayers, but, you know, they've had the win probability drop down near zero before, you know, picking up a win. So, you know, I think 12 and 10, four and six overall is, I'm a, I guess I would be a little disappointed if you tell me that before the season. Um, but Kansas State, you know, Nigel Pack missed a few games um, late in the non-conference slate, obviously missing those games with a concussion. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough to get back in your groove. And I, I think Nigel Pack wasn't really 100% for probably a few weeks after that. So, K-State had, you know, seven scholarship players for games against, I believe it was Texas and West Virginia early on in the Big 12 conference play. So they've had some, you know, hardships, but let's be real. I think every every team in the conference and certainly in America has dealt with some sort of adversity, whether that's COVID injuries or anything in between. So, you know, I think K-State, they're starting to play some some good basketball over the last couple of games. And and, you know, this team is showing us that they are capable of doing some good things. But at the same time, you know, these losses that they've got, you know, Ole Miss is the one that I think really is going to stick out, the one that happened in the Big 12 SEC Challenge a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, I'm like you to answer the question, though, I, I would say I'm a little disappointed. But you know what? There is still there is still something left in the tank. And, and the season is not over. It's, it's not a wash yet. But you got to start getting some wins soon. Ryan, in all reality, though, if this team can get a couple more wins, that could vault them into the NIT tournament. Is that a win for this program to get into the NIT tournament and make some noise? I wouldn't say so. And just from a fan base perspective, I don't think there's there's really much excitement about the NIT. And and Bruce Weber, let's be honest here, he's fighting for his job. Uh, there's no doubt about that. A lot of people want him gone. And I don't think the NIT is going to be enough to really – you know, make a case to say, hey, I, I've got this team in a good spot. Now, I personally believe that, 
you know, if Nigel Fack can stay around and, and Bruce Weber can keep this core going, I think K-State's got a great future ahead in the next couple of years. But, you know, I don't know if, if the NIT is really going to be enough. Uh, I, you know, I think it's always funny to say that Bruce Weber does just enough to keep his job, whether that's make the NCAA tournament, whether that's, you know, somebody transfers out and he brings in a good transfer. There's always something to hold on to, it feels like, with Bruce Weber. He does just enough. To, to save his job. And I don't know what that's going to be this year, whether that be the NIT or the NCAA tournament, but I don't think many, ha- many fans will be happy with the NIT. I really don't, uh, you know, I think the NCAA tournament uh, could, could really decide Bruce Weber's job at the end of the year. Ryan, let's uh, flip, uh, flip gears here. Uh, here in Waco, there should be a heck of a matchup between Baylor and Kansas state. Uh, both these teams, you know, on paper, look like you know they're dead. even Baylor at seventeen and five, seven and three in the league, and Kansas State at seventeen and six, seven and four in the league. This could be a heck of a game tonight here in Waco. Yeah, and we're getting a little bit of a, a taste of your own medicine here in, in Manhattan as our women's team is actually you know being you know they're ranked, they're a good team, and Ioka Lee is is certainly the storyline for that game. I don't know if if there's much else to say, if Ioka Leach, you know, she set the uh, NCAA tournament scoring record in a single game earlier this season. So, you know, if the, the Lady Bears want any chance to win that game, you got to stop Ioka Lee. But other than that, I think K-State's got a, you know, beatable team. Jeff Mitty is uh, the head coach for Kansas State. He's done a great job this season. Uh, but overall, you know, his time in Manhattan has been sort of a little mediocre. So, should be a good game, and, and honestly, there is, for once, with K-State basketball, at least in my lifetime, there is some true excitement surrounding that team. So should be a fun one uh, down there in Waco and also up here in Manhattan with the men's game. Hey, uh, what are you working on right now for GoPowerCat.com? Uh, in specific? Yeah, yeah, please. Um, as far as my role goes, I'm sorry. No, no, I mean, what, what do you got coming up? I mean, what can, what can readers go, uh, go, go, go look at? Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, for me personally, I won't have anything as far as preparation for this game, but I'm a part of our podcast that I'll drop probably tomorrow after the game for, for some sort of reaction. But uh, just staff writing and, and podcasting are kind of my main duties. But as of, as of right now, I hate to disappoint you, but uh, not much cooking on the plate. Hey, Ryan, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much today. Yep, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so Talk much. Talk to you soon. Night. That is uh, Ryan Gilbert.